Good morning. It's December 20th, and this is your daily brief in climate change. Here's everything you need to know. The COP28 climate talks concluded with an agreement among nearly 200 nations to transition away from fossil fuels and aim for net zero emissions by 2050. The agreement includes commitments to triple renewables and double energy efficiency by 2030. Concerns were raised over the lack of clear requirements and timelines for phasing out fossil fuels, as well as the influence of fossil fuel lobbyists, issues regarding inadequate funding for the energy transition and financial burdens on developing countries were also brought up. Despite the commitments, critics argue that loopholes exist for oil and gas companies to continue using fossil fuels. COP29 will focus on phasing out fossil fuels and securing funding for the energy transition. The success of these commitments depends on world leaders taking action and facing potential opposition from the oil and petrochemical industries. Urgent action is required to manage risks and mobilize financing for sustainable development. The Biden administration has proposed changes to national forest and grassland management plans to protect old growth trees and fight climate change. The proposal seeks to restrict commercial timber harvests in old growth forests, but permits logging in mature forests. The initiative is in response to increasing threats to forests from wildfires, insects, and disease due to climate change. Old growth trees are vital for carbon storage and wildlife habitat. The plan includes revising the Northwest Forest Plan and promoting sustainable local economic development. The proposal has support from environmentalists but is opposed by the timber industry. If approved, this would be the first nationwide change to U.S. Forest Service management plans expected to be finalized by early 2025. Public comments on the proposal can be submitted until February 2, 2024. Recent wildfires in California underscore the importance of these conservation efforts. Over 100 elephants have died in Zimbabwe's Huangay National Park due to a severe drought caused by El Nino and climate change. The drought particularly affects young, elderly, and sick elephants who struggle to find water. The crisis also impacts other wildlife in the park, with forecasts predicting scarcity of rainfall and rising temperatures. Conservation groups are attempting to alleviate the situation by providing water through boreholes, but the situation remains critical. The decline in elephant populations threatens the species' survival and impacts the fight against climate change due to their role in dispersing vegetation and promoting reforestation. The rising prices of Christmas trees in the U.S. are due to climate change and the root fungus Phytophthora. Researchers are genetically modifying trees for resilience and disease resistance, but finding and germinating seeds is difficult. Climate change is expected to disrupt the balance between beneficial and harmful fungi in forests, potentially impacting forest ecosystems. Christmas tree growers are concerned about the impact of climate change as warmer and wetter soil conditions increase the risk of fungal diseases. Scientists are studying different tree species for their adaptability to changing conditions. Understanding the effects of changing soils on crops and carbon storage is critical for adapting to and mitigating climate change impacts. The Resilient Coast and Estuaries Act, a bipartisan bill, has been introduced by Reparal Mike Levin, Reparal Suzanne Bonamici, and Reparal Jen Kiggins. The bill aims to authorize $60 million annually to protect coastal wetlands and natural habitats in various U.S. coastal communities. 
The legislation includes grants for nonprofits involved in restoring coastal wetlands and prioritizes projects in areas with limited climate change adaption resources. The bill directs the Secretary of Commerce to designate new national estuarine research reserves, including the Tijuana River National Estuarine Research Reserve. The legislation is seen as an extension of the expired Coastal Zone Management Act of 1972, emphasizing the importance of preserving natural resources and preparing coastal communities for climate change impacts. This has been your daily brief in climate change. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates at www.brief.news. And for more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit www.brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know. 